Welcome to the Command Center Podcast. I'm Julie Donaldson. We are back at FedEx Field this Sunday for a matchup with the Philadelphia Eagles. Logan Paulson and Santana Moss stopped by Command Center to help me go inside the matchup. Eagles offense is running so well, and that's because of quarterback Jalen Hurts. Mm. I mean, he is second in the league with the most passing and rushing yards, total yards that there is. Meanwhile, Carson Wentz is third, but most of his coming <laughs> through the air. What is it about Jalen, um, Lo- Logan, that says, okay, we got to be able to contain him and what he's able to do with the offense? Well, I think everyone associates him as being this very dynamic runner, which he is, very tremendous athlete. But I think the area that he's improved the most in is as a passer. Mm-hmm. He looks so much more dynamic, completing over 80% of his passes against Minnesota. And a little bit of that's on Minnesota and the conservative defense that they played. But he has evolved tremendously as, as a passer. And he's actually, I think that's making him more dangerous, making that offense more dangerous. So to me, that's that's the evolution of Jalen Hurts. Yeah, I think Logan hit it on the head. I think one of the things that stands out the most is that, you know, they told him, hey, during the offseason, this is where you're, you're handicapped at in the passing game. We know you can run with the football. He comes in this season, he's running well with the football again, and he's passing, you know, and making sure that he's out there. He's in the top ranks when it comes to the quarterbacks in the league each Sunday. So um, we definitely have to, you know, try to find a way to hold him down in both categories. Yeah, and kudos to the, the staff there in Philadelphia, too, for finding receivers to support him yeah. and they've done that and they've found guys like AJ Brown who are dominant number one receivers and I think that always helps young quarterbacks like Jalen. You know he's also holding the ball longer than any quarterback but that's because he can scramble and extend yeah. the play so yeah. about just over three seconds but when he does throw it he is leading the league in passing yards per mm. attempt at 9.1 Ooh, so he's yep. being able to get a lot of yards through the air as well. You just mentioned the receiver so let me go ahead and go to that. They did bring in AJ Brown. They do have Devontae Smith as well yep. and of course they have tight end um, that's really able to do a lot of work as well. How do our DBs stack up against them do you think? How do you limit that? Yeah I think it's going to be tough because you didn't even mention Quay Walker who's yeah. like Quay Watkins excuse me who's like the speedster of yeah. that group so they kind of have a much like our team a three-headed monster that's very dynamic or an excellent tight end an excellent running back all guys that can find mismatches right so I think it's about slowing them down. I think all of their production stems from Jalen Hurts. So can you confuse Jalen Hurts? Yeah. Can you unsettle him? Can you make him question what he's looking at? Tandy, you've talked a lot about pressing the receivers at the line of scrimmage, just giving those guys different looks. And I think that's going to be the genesis of slowing that group down. Yeah, that's key for me. I've, you know, I played a long time in this league. And one of the things I've always said, you can put anybody in front of me, and especially man to man, I'm going to beat them. You know, nine times out of 10, any guy in this league that's mm, on this level, about it. you should be able to beat a man-to-man coverage. But when you have a guy pressing, being a net and being a pest, that slows things down. It takes the quarterback too long to be, you know, looking at you mm-hmm. primarily. So he comes off of you. Now he got to see his second and third read. If we get those guys to slow those receivers down, send people at Carson, I mean, send people at Hurts, then now you can take him out of that game plan or out of that progression and he has to do plan B or plan C. So that's how you stop those guys. You're also talking about not just playing, you know, your man, the receivers and DBs, but goes in that, of course, is the pass rush. Yeah. And if you have a good pass mm-hmm. rush, then you're probably not going to be able to be open to begin with because they're getting to the quarterback. Uh, we saw them get to um, in, get to Kirk Cousins and very aggressive in that game Monday night. How do you see Washington and Scott Turner holding up against their defensive coordinator, um, Jonathan Gannon? Yes, I think Jonathan Gannon's a very young and up-and-coming guy. He's kind of changing what he does. Last year, they were one of the most conservative defenses in the NFL. A little bit more aggressive this year, but I think the matchup favors Washington because of the space and the kind of the conservative approach that he has. Yeah, one of the things that stands out to me is just, you know, um, me and Logan played a long time, and it's something that I, you know, I spoke with London about. It's a copycat league. Teams are going to pick up what they see that you can't do or that you didn't, you know, pan out well with. So they watch Detroit game and say, this is what we're going to do. We're going to bring fire. We're going to bring blitz and see how these guys can take it. 
I talked about it last week, being the dictator. You know, we have to dictate what we want to do. So you make sure that if they're going to put those guys in the box and bring the blitz, you make sure you hit somebody every time and get them off. Or take a shot downfield or two, and then you know what? That defense is going to say, hold on, we can't bring these guys in the box. We can't sit out here and be too aggressive. We have to make sure that we can contain these guys on the outside as well. That's how you change things up. Plus, we talked about some keys to the commanders securing a victory. Head coach Ron Rivera is looking to win the first game in the division uh, against Philadelphia. So let's get our keys to winning. Santana, we start with you. Thank you, Julie. Well, you know, my number one key to winning this game. Would surprise, be, surprise, right? Has to be. I mean, stopping Jalen Hurts yeah. and the Philadelphia Eagles run game. But not just the run game, the offense. Yeah. I think one of the things that we have to do, contain these guys. I mean, we saw from week one to week two. Uh, defensively might not go out there and stop anybody yeah. but we must contain this guy we know he can do an rpo game and now the passing game has been a threat so that's my number one key to win i totally agree and this could really be the point for all five of these things that's how important that is that's what he means that offense but kind of traversely or reversely is keeping carson wins comfortable right because yeah. i think if the defense is going to struggle doing this carson's going to have to score a lot of points this offense is going to have to score a lot of points i think that comes down to scott turner finding throws and reads and knowing when to run the football to make sure that he's in his comfort zone because when he's in his comfort zone, this offense really ticks. And I must piggyback off of what you're talking about with Carson Wentz. And I'm going to say my number two key to winning would be sustained long offensive drives. Mm -hmm. And that's dealing with Carson, Scott Turner, just offensively what we saw the first game. You know, we're back home now. We yep. have the home field advantage. We have the crowd behind us. We're probably going to see a lot of those green jerseys <laughs> in the stands too. But we must sustain long drives and keep our defense, you know, off the field right. at all times. I mean, we understand what our defense have right now. It might be some depth issues up right. front. But regardless of what it is, if we can go out there and perform the way we did week one in the first half yeah. and sustain that in the second half, we have a great chance of winning. Yeah, I don't even know if they need to be long drives. I think they just need to score points too, no right? Because, this, you know, this offense has been driven by big plays. I think if they get that big play, get those points, make it a shootout it's not going to be so much on the defense I think and then kind of piggybacking off of you man spread the wealth around on offense and then kind of pairs with this one finding yeah. your mismatches and yeah. I think all those things are so important right because they have excellent defensive coverage players right they got Slay they got Bradbury they got Maddox in the slot and those guys are going to match up with our three-headed monster really nicely so can Gibson McKissick Logan Thomas can you find those opportunities against linebackers and lesser cover players to really put that offense in a good situation I think yes Scott Turner's shown that he can do that mm -hmm. but that's going to be a huge element of this game in turn in terms of being successful on offense. And these are the games you get paid for, man. You want to have a great divisional opponent that you can go out there and play your best against the best and see who comes out on top. For all of your news and analysis, be sure to tune into Command Center weeknights at 5.30 and 10 p.m. on NBC Sports Washington. You can also stream on YouTube and commanders.com.